there's also a lot of therapeutic use for conversational AI that we're seeing emerge. One area that I find really fascinating is the advancements that conversational AI is having, especially with children with uh, speech linguistic and nonverbal development issues, whether this is autism or whether this is related to some other condition. But it turns out that conversational AI is tremendously effective, more so than even human language. A lot of the research that we're privy to uh, was done by Dr. Milajan Jovanovic uh, over in Serbia. This guy is an expert in the space and uh, yeah, good stuff. Look for more to come on that. Also in teletherapy, where you call up you kind of have your Eliza moment where you're talking with a therapist. Um, we're seeing results uh, that are putting this even beyond what uh, human therapy is able to accomplish right now in some situations. By the way, if you're a therapist out there, I am not saying that AI is going to be putting uh, putting you out of business anytime soon. However, there are some there are some situations where it can be a good augmentation to a therapy regimen. But the whole notion that we saw from conversational AI with the more pedestrian use case or a more common use case, which is call centers, is this idea of sentiment analysis and also authentication. And so for healthcare, those are equally useful. You know, how do you know who it is that's on the other end of the phone? So mm-hmm. let's say that you're uh, Mark Campbell and you're really trying to get pharmaceutical grade good drugs and uh, you are trying to justify your need for them to your doctor. Well, how does your doctor on the other end of the phone know it's you? And how do they know if you're going to abuse them or not? Well, they would want to take on board effectively the same techniques as sentiment analysis. Does Mark sound crazy? Did his self-diagnosis of leprosy push him over the edge? You know, is he really Mark? Did you ask him the right questions to identify who he was? You know, his voice and his phone number, but could you ask him something that's seemingly out of band? Like, uh, hey, Mark, you're supposed to be in... um, Colorado today, what's the weather like? And if you say, well, it's 400 degrees, but it's the middle of December, eh, you're probably not the right mark. You know, things like that they can do for authentication, but then listen to your voice and your uh, compare your speech patterns to other times. Are you feeling more stable or whatever it is? There's a lot of things that conversational AI can do to supplement or enhance the whole care provision that has nothing to do with replacing humans. It just has to do with making them more effective to eliminate the steps that computers can do better, like authentication or do you sound mad? So I think that's some really neat stuff too. Well, I think for authentication, I want a rule uh, to be put into HIPAA that uh, the healthcare system has to pay you a dollar for every time it asks for your date of birth. Like I would, I would bankrupt the system. Have you ever counted that? Especially the piece of paper that has date of birth on the front. You flip it over, and it also asks you for date of birth. It's like it hasn't changed since I flipped the page over. I don't understand what that's all about. So anything that can help do that automated identity verification. That would just be huge. Think of the time that would save you. How much time that would free up in the doctor's waiting room so you could read 1994 issues of People magazine. That would be awesome. Well, don't discount those, Mark. It's amazing to see how uh, how far hairstyles have not come and also that the same problems are the same problems then as now. It's wonderful. 